Let's Talk with Easy and Marco. I am your host, Ezekiel Kudin. I am your co-host, Marco Campiani. Thank you for tuning in to episode 8 of Let's Talk. Um, our special guest today is our, our friend Kion White Royal. What's up, dude? It's good, bro. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, so Kion is a an entrepreneur slash creative director and the artist of his brand, which is called Royal. Um, it's a it's a clothing line slash like just like lifestyle lifestyle in general. So uh, tell tell me a, a little bit of of what your what your brand, uh, what you create as as an artist for your brand. Um, so as you know, I uh, started the brand back in tenth grade, back in high school, and just kept kept going and expanding from from then on. So a little bit about the brand, it's uh, about embracing individuality, and to play off my last name, my last name is Royal. And I like to say that royalties within, so we all have qualities that make us unique, and we should embrace those, because that's what makes us who we are within the world. So the brand itself, I like to say it's a lifestyle, because it's how you should just carry yourself, and it's how you carry yourself, you know? I'd say we all we all possess qualities that should distinguish us, and we should use those to connect and like coexist with within with each other yeah so my clothes what represent that all my drops and how everything is run it's all based on royalty we're all we're all kings and queens of what we what we can do you know that's awesome man uh maybe you could like give us a little run through of what happens like in your brain when you come up with an idea <laughs> you feel me? Um, I got yeah. In what aspect though? Because <laughs> do you mean do you mean in terms of because I I feel in terms of shoe customizations in terms of uh, Le- like let's designing say a hoodie like, or like creative decisions. Yeah. Like how? Like what like to even make? Or like or like how? Like yeah, like kind of like going from like the f- initial idea to like the final product like how is like what's your process like mm-hmm. like how do you like make decisions like how do you decide decisions okay um that's a, that's a good question honestly for inspiration i i take from a lot of different things uh i'm glad that i grew up in like a household where i was very expo- exposed to a lot of different culture and I use use that in a way when I'm coming up with the designs to try to you know in, infuse that and make everything unison unison in a way and cohesive uh, a big thing for me is like I like to make mood boards and different different aesthetics on Pinterest so, so a mood board is basically a collection of pictures and different different colors and textures that allow you to kind of lay your ideas together and kind of view it and not not it doesn't always lead in my in the way i've seen it 
it helps me just kind of see like the, 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 my different different ideas that pop into my head and it's able to like kind of put it on a, a layout and I just go from there so I, once I have my mood board I look at I pick from through the designs and I head to Photoshop and I just play around with different texts and images that like I think go to match well together and different colors too so I like to use a lot of color and like my art and also branding too, like different designs. Like if you see like my this spaceship has like a, a lot of different colors and it's yeah, it's, it's like purple, pink, yeah, black, like, white, yeah. And then I have other stickers and like my other other hoodies and apparel, like the ones with the spaceship has uh, it's colorful with orange, blue, and a lot of different like co colors that match well. And I just try to try to keep that same aesthetic throughout my throughout my brand and like keep keep it unison of like going expanding upon the fact that royalties with them in a way. So I like to make each piece unique and that's that's the main thing. So even when I design it, everything's screen printed and I have some pieces that my one one of my most popular most selling pieces is the dripping crown. And that's just the colorful where I screen print it in my garage and just have it like different colors and every piece and every hoodie is unique because there's always a different colorway. So I like to, I always like to include color because I know that that's what pops and that's, that's something that's always been. You're definitely doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's very cool, man. Um, appreciate so, it yeah, so but like so Kakayon's like a very he he's like one one of the, the most productive people I know like so like tell me like what a, what does a day look like for you like like one of your busy days like one of your busy days a busy day actually no not a busy day a normal day a normal day <laughs> a normal day for me is a busy day <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like I'm always moving, always on the go. Uh, have whether it's working to to really fund my brand. That's a, the main thing. Work work to fund the brand, and also other in, other endeavors artistically is that are my art's been the main thing, and trying to. Can you tell us? Can you tell us a little bit about your like the different jobs that you do? Uh, so one one of my jobs is I build. Uh, yacht thrusters. I work for the. You work for a company called. <laughs> it's basically, you know, the things that uh, make boats turn. It's those are those are called thrusters, and they just pr provide like a, a different direction, a forward motion on the boat to help it spin faster. Instead of taking like. 20 minutes to turn it takes it ha happens in less than 10 seconds mm -hmm. so i i help build those with the company that's my day job so other than that my my that's my day job and then at night i work at a vape shop and that's where i also um reach out to other customers because i sell, i'm able to sell my merch there too so it's a it's kind of like a like two birds one stone kind of effect kind of has a very creative way of like sort of like reaching out to like spreading the message of his brand 
and like getting people to follow his Instagram. Tell 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 him what you do. Um, one of my one of my ways is uh, not only connecting with people like just like interactions, but especially now like I have, you have to get creative and like con- like getting people's information because you don't want to be too. You the goal is to be social socially distant and also with give, with given times. So I've come up with my idea or what I've been doing to get get followers and like once I like connect with a person is I have a QR code that's on my phone and I just have a scan right into like it connects right to my inst- my brand's Instagram. So on, I, on 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 your lock screen. Yeah, on my lock screen. <laughs> <laughs> so so anytime he like meets like literally anyone like I've seen him do it like at a drive through like he literally like just like gives like anybody I'm like he, he tells <laughs> the people cam- to take out their, their phone and go to their camera and like scan his QR code and like then they follow him and like I mean like some of the people like actually like engage and like I mean it's like people are actually interested and like you know like because uh, it's like sincere yeah it's like I, I like these I prefer those interactions more because it's like it's one-on-one connections that I'm like constantly making I feel like and especially with my my art too like people are able to see it and like I get like a like people I don't know it's a, a more natural conversation than nowadays like co- you're able to connect and follow and they they, they want to keep up with what I'm doing and like how my art's progressing in a way and I've had a lot of people comment on how like when they look at my earlier posts of like the kicks I customize and then now with like the murals and the recent like the shoes and the different airbrush airbrushing styles that I do now, they they say that it's like there's a been a dra- not a drastic change, but you can see the the upward mobility and like the the learning curve that comes with like being an artist. You made something like you have you concocted something to like help you paint, right? I, I saw in your garage. Uh, well, tell me like <laughs> you know could no because that shows like a, a lot of. Um, Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, how did that work out? Um, that's been a. That's been, honestly, that's been a. Tr- it's just my mind cre- going, going, and just saying like, okay, if I want, if I look for a certain style and aesthetic and how I want to go about a painting. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I just kind of think and say like, like for for with that given as- aspect, it was a. A paint a paint bottle, with a dripping so I can attached to a string and um, a platform and that string was he- held onto a platform and that was to create a swinging effect for my paint so it, it, it helps with the dripping aspect and the paint splatters that I like to create with my art and I like doing that with my murals too because it it helps guide the paint in a way and it's like it's more fluid but but yeah that's it's just like, another experience it's like experiments that i'm trying to like different experience experiments to to lead to a bigger bigger thing you know <laughs> <laughs> that's fire bro it's like almost like an autom- automated like pendulum it's like swings back and forth exactly yeah, yeah. so that's dope it's like automatic paint mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is um tell me
so it works both both ways actually so um if say you had like a, a pair of jordan ones that you wanted customized and you said i want these things on it i could you bring me the shoe and i go get right right to, right to it and start start working on the the process the just customizing it but if you wanted a fresh pair of like air force ones which is a more common shoe to be customized a lot of people like like forces because they're iconic as a nike shoe and that i supply i supply the shoe as well i go directly to the to store I, I basically i take the hassle out of getting the, getting the shoe for you i do everything you can re- order right from our website and it's more more convenient that way and then yeah yeah that's that's a little a little plug <laughs> if you need Custom, custom Air Force Ones. Yeah, royalthreads.com. You can <laughs> go in the art art tab, tap custom Air Force Ones, and I also do name paintings as well. That's another another way of giving personalized gifts. My, I'm I consider myself a customizer and all all around creative. So anything, give me anything, I can customize. Everything's a canvas. Anything can be painted on. Can always express express my work, express my express myself on anything. Um, I get my dream. My dream job is oh to continue my brand and expand it to where I can, where it's written more more notorious and not only Miami but just around the, around the country. Like I, that's that's my goal. Like I, my to continue being the creative director for Royal, and having more of an influence and just spreading the lifestyle of like Royal, like just royalty, how royalties are then. Like you should always want to and like you should be your biggest coach and you should also also be like your biggest motivator and understand like the, the qualities that you have and and use that to embrace who you are, basically. And that's that's just. A lifestyle. I just want to keep keep going, and that's in a, in a <laughs> uh, yeah. In the fe- in the future, yeah. Just that's a a dream job. I I see myself, although like expressing my creativity. Any a job that I can express my creativity, I see that that's that's where I'm the realm I I'll be in. So have you gotten like? Have you gotten like any super weird like requests for art? Um, in terms of what? What do you mean? Not like just like <laughs> random. Um, I mean, I guess the. Yeah. I guess no. That was a, that was just a normal a normal commission. Um, I guess the the most not odd thing I've cr- like customize but like the most different thing would be like a like a um controller an xbox controller it's tight like i and i that was that in itself was was fun because it's always like how do you approach like the painting you know or how do you approach the piece because i i feel every when i look at something it's like okay how am i gonna like like make it stay and like leave my mark to where it's like no like no one's gonna no one, no one can touch it, and no one can like mess with it after I'm done. Like that's my mark, and it's gonna stay there. So, like, even for example, I was, if I was customizing that door, 
I'd, I'd look at it and I'd assess like the colors I'd want to use and like not only like how just how I'm going to get the door off to, to even start paint, painting it. So with the, the, the controller, I had to buy, I, I went to Home Depot and actually, I don't know if you remember, before I went to Home Depot, I went to Tech Zone and <laughs> I went to Tech Zone and I was like, how do I, how do I open this? And they were like, yeah, you're going to need, you're going to need th these screws. And the thing is Xbox, Xbox has these like certain screws for their controllers. Like you can only open an Xbox backing and casing with this, like it's like a T5 screwdriver, but it's like, it comes with a, like it's a screwdriver with like five points and then a hole in the middle. So it's like really, it's really small and very like niche and unique. So you have, like I went to, went to Home Depot, got the, the case. I still, I still have it now because whenever I need it, it's convenient. So whenever I need to customize another controller, like I'm, I'm, I'm ready and set, but just to just to have to like break that down and say okay how am i how am i gonna get to get to actually like customizing the controller like that that was fun that that it like tests my brain in a way it's like it's like i like the different tests and the challenge i see it as a challenge not not just in how how am i how i'm going to conquer it later do you think you think it would be a challenge to do like a phone case have actually, you ever thought of that? I've actually customized. Oh, you have? Cases. Yeah, phone cases for like my brother's phone case. Um, I'll paint on them, like do different like designs and stuff, and then screen print too. Like oh yeah, the screen print. Yeah. yeah. So I like it, anything, like it, and everything's everything we can. <laughs> That's pretty dope. <laughs> Tell me, tell me a little bit about that sewing machine that you've been wanting to buy. Um, well, that embroidery, the, you mean the sewing machine or the embroidery machine? Isn't it the same? Oh, yeah, 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 the embroidery machine. Yeah, the, the, well. It looks you, like a fucking sewing machine. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, the, that's the thing, it's so convenient. Um, well, the embroidery machine, you know, I can talk about the sewing machine, too, if you want to, because that's another thing I've been incorporating with my brand. It's been, like, the cut and sew aspect. Cause I've been getting into like the textile part, the textile part of just creating uh, my clothing, just and making it more unique. And I, even with the, the patches that I have, I sew them on, so it's more it's it's staying and it's not it's quality over. And it really shows in the brand that like the ro royalty in every stitch, and that's that's hard, that's something I want to keep consistent, you know. And with the embroidery machine, the the main thing with that and why I wanna why I'm investing in it is because it allows me to further re like go beyond my and expound on my creative designs and creative like the, my creative process in a way. So it's it's very it's a hand it's just it looks like a sewing machine. So that, that's that's why when you saw it it was like it's like wow, like it that looks that was a sewing machine because it's so handheld and it's um it's a very i my my studio my studio is so like it, it doesn't it doesn't over overbear in my studio and it fits perfectly and it allows me to create and not have to outsource all my designs because before with my embroidery and the different patches i would make 
I would have to go and like pay someone to you know do every stitch and like make that quality but it's I like the the thing with me and like what's been consistent is like I like to to see my designs through and I like to produce it because it's it's like a, a form of my artwork in a way so even from like high school when I was when I started it like it was we were we were screen printing it and we were making it like hand like hand by each like quality by like hand by hand like But like the how the machine works is is basically it goes from I can make a design in the computer and plug it in from my USB and then plug it right into the machine into a, like a normal file uh, and then it prints it and I have the stitches and my knowledge of sewing has helped me too because I'm able to like adjust the placement and see which how the how the designs and aspects would look. So yeah, so that's like that's the main thing with the machine is you see, it's 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 very yeah, you it's very to, easy. You, it's you it's don't, yeah, of you ease. Don't, you don't have to know how to sew to embroider. You exactly. just have to know how to like either like well, if you know how to design, you can design, or you can buy designs mm -hmm. and you plug them into the machine, and then you like it, it's like beautiful embroidery. Yeah, and this this is different because it it allows me to have my same designs, like pick the lay them out sketch them out save them onto a usb drive and then easily import them and then get to get right to seeing them laid out in front of me so it's it, it helps it's instant gratification in a way that, that's the that's the main part of it We're gonna we're gonna take a little segue. Um, Kyan, uh, we I, I I remember that time in high school when you gave your speech when you when you called yourself a sprinkle. Uh, tell <laughs> tell 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 us a little bit about why you you identified as a sprinkle and 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 why you chose to go to an an all black college or a majority black college um but so glad you glad you asked that <laughs> <laughs> uh so to give a little a brief description of what uh, being a sprinkle is um it's a essay that i a speech that i wrote back in the uh, junior year after going attending sdoc which was the student the student diversity leadership conference uh, in Anaheim, California, um, and it was basically a collection of like independent schools and mi like minority students, and in a collective space and like <coughs> learning and growing and talking about different current events and like the sectors and how we're equally affected and how we should coexist and grow, grow together. And what we learn, what we learn there, we're we're supposed to take back to our schools and de debrief what we what we've what transpired and give share that knowledge amongst our school and the biggest thing that i took from the the trip and just as a whole was just seeing the representation that that like attending palmer yet yeah, it was a great great education in the school grateful for for the school obviously um but just addressing the fact of how representation was needed 
it is needed in a independent school setting uh, where the, so I, I said and I gave the reference because in a, I, my, my feeling too when writing the speech the biggest thing is like everyone gets a you want people to be receptive you know, I want I want people to to actually like sit down and think like, okay, what does this actually mean in on a larger scale? And sometimes like my biggest thing like in order for people to be receptive, like you just have to put it into like put it in their hands where it's like it's actually it can make sense, you know. And when I was writing the speech, uh, the my biggest thing was okay, I, what what do I like feel like I feel like I feel like I'm a part of something. Yeah, I feel like I can build. Like I'm a part of the school, yeah, as a whole. But there's certain aspects where it's just not. It's that connection is isn't there, or it's not even. Uh, I'm, in terms of I'm put as, for lack of better words, like for show, you know. And I wanted to speak about that, but also make it, yeah, make it make it um, tangible, in a way. So the big my I like sweets. I have a sweet tooth. I was like, okay, I feel like it's sprinkle and a spring like the, a cupcake and a batter and I broke it down on di- the different layers too so to make a cupcake you have to have different ingredients you know you have to have the eggs the butter the flour the different different parts that make the the, the make it good you make it's a cupcake you know like you're <laughs> you're like that that's like the, the key ingredients the sugar too um, and that's like the, that goes into the baking, and that's what makes the, the the whole majority of the cupcake. Then you have the frosting, which is like an added <coughs> added part. That frosting always tastes good no matter what. And you have the, the decorations, the stuff you want to add to make it make it look nice, you know. The but you can put the decorations and have the decorations per se, but they don't. They're not always like mixed in, and that's 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 how I felt. I was just a just a decoration on a, on a on a larger piece of just a I guess a school, but that I spoke about that, and I um, a lot of people were receptive of just like me being a sprinkle, and it turned into just a thing like just like oh you're sprinkle like sprinkle I guess like <laughs> you know just, um, but I didn't it's not a, I guess. That was just a way of people receiving my, my speech, but that that turned I and I wanted to act on that too. Like I didn't want my speech to just go in, in vain, so that's why after that next year I started the the school's first BSU, and when we went started that had the different events where we in a safe space for like black students at Palmer to like at, to meet and feel connected and as a whole and where we can talk about how we're feeling and then not not feel like I don't know intruded upon in a way for lack of uh and yeah that's then we led and talk of uh, had led into Black History Month had different events and um the BSU so it was more more creating our own the chapter at Palmer like a a BSU Foundation, because BSU is on a wider scale, like the Black Student Union. But, uh, but yeah, that 
that was a, a big thing senior year. I was proud I did that because it was, it was me in a way leaving my mark on like Palmer and like not kind of stamping my sprinkle speech because it's like I left I left something that I know that black students and at Palmer or like going forward will have to where they can like feel safe you know and they feel connected to the cupcake <laughs> yeah but yeah and then that le- leading for and then to to further go to go exp- further expound on to your question about um <clears throat> going go why i chose to go to hpcu was because i wanted to feel that same that same aspect and be connected not only not saying i'm not connected to my culture in a way but like i wanted to be surrounded by that that as- just my people like how howard is a has always been my dream school since I was eight years old, and to to attend there and that to and that to go there has been a amazing, cause it's it's freeing in a way, and I was able to like really connect and on different aspects with different people, and I hear like and they were able to connect with me, not only with my brand but also like me as a like me as a person too, so. Just in just in general, that that connection has been, yeah. It's it's to explain it. I'm at a loss. Yeah, I'm at a loss of words to explain it. Honestly, it's just been it's been a a good experience that you can't like you. It's a whole dynamic. It's just a whole experience. I don't, it's just from so. It's it's a like what's the, what, what does that culture feel like for you? Honestly, it's it's like I said, it's uh, freeing in a way too because it co- it's different aspects of it that you're able to connect with from just like educationally to uh, socially to s- the school life to like different sports and like having having. Alum, alumni and events like at this at the school like being able to I was able to see like um, a different like screenings for movies like at the Crampton Theater or at at, diff, at the at the theater at the okay in comparison like Palmer and to Howard the culture is way different. And that just that starts right right off the bat when you get onto the campus, and the main main part of the campus is the yard, and that's the where everyone meets. Like you're always you're all that's where you have to get to most of your classes, and how you basically commute through the campus, and the yard is where you meet most of your, most of the people and you see most of the people because it's a big area of just grass and <clears throat> paths, and just people hang out areas where people just sit and and chill do, do work sit on the grass and um study and just you you're able to meet and talk and connect to di- with different people there that's that's an aspect that is similar to like i would compare it to the courtyard but on a way different screen. you can't doesn't even compare it to to the, the courtyard or like it was that 
that along with the classroom setup yet yeah, the the classroom size was, was good was a good good sizing had a, around like 20 20 kids 25 kids per class which is like a normal it's a normal college that's a normal college sizing and to yeah, not have to small. yeah that's like that's like a pretty that's your like what, do yeah. you know do you know what the undergraduate size is for college don't quote me on this, but like maybe like sixteen hundred or something. Oh, yeah, that's tiny. Twelve, two thousand or something. Yeah, like that's, that's it's a private, it's a private university. I guess mm-hmm. like around there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like my school's like. Yeah, it's around the same. Around there, I'd say. But no, it's a, even in the classroom aspect too. To not to not have to worry about being the only one in like working twice as hard to like prove something like that that was a a big factor in it too that i i realized like off the, off the jump like you 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 see and it's freeing and relaxing because you know all you have to do is just you're always you're surrounded by a collective mindset that's able to grow with you and they know they know where you come from and you're talking about a different aspect of your culture and it's 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 you feel connected to the education and one of the big aspects is like the being taught the african-american uh side and like that's an of, of history and we have to take one of the electives that's like mandatory it's like an african-american uh history course and like that's a like so taking that course and along with like other like English classes and like the literature classes, even the literature was like the, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a normal crucible that we would read in, in Miss Blackburn's class. No, it was, it was reading like uh, Malcolm X's autobiography or different, different, different things where I can, I know I can connect and like understand it on a, on a different level, like Tony, reading Toni Morrison and having having and di- dissecting and analyzing her 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 Tony Mor- she's awesome she's awesome um I'm, I'm reading her her books and her works to in a in a English class compared to the different things that I wouldn't necessarily read and you see us reading at like Palmer you know that was a, that was a big thing that I appreciated So, like, it seems that your biggest priorities right now are, are, like, just, like, working different jobs and trying to, like, Oh, like, my brand, like, it's really like, finding yeah. my brand. Yeah, leveling up your brand and, like, also just, like, leveling up, like, life, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess that's the main the main thing, yeah, that's a. You're right. Um, working to just funnel, like using that as a funnel to with different like side hustles as me being a creative, to not only like further, like just further my life and like the things I want to do down the line, but also to help with my help my with my brand in the in the present too. Like that's that's the main thing, like helping me get like our supplies and just like or even like 
like buying my next hoodies for and sweatpants for my next drop, you know, and even making investments for like my embroidery machine and things so I don't have to help me down the lot in the lot down the line so I don't have to outsource it and I can grow and make the making it grow bit by bit like gradually is it's 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 been a steady like increase in like the notoriety of my brand and that's how like that's how it should be like it's it's a it's a merit it's a it's a sprint it's a it's not a sprint it's a, yeah it's not a sprint it's not a sprint that's what it is like so that's been the main the main thing is just getting my getting my brand no royal you know like that's i want that royal way of life royalties with them and you want to focus on clothes not it not necessarily like just clothes is like a big thing like this is how i started but <clears throat> that can that transfer that can transfer into many that's it's it's a brand like royal the royal brand like that's the main thing so so i think we're coming to the <laughs> <laughs> the end of today's show if you if you stuck to the end of today you're definitely on something <laughs> 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 um yo so do you want to give us do you want to give us the song of the day the song of the day wow bump to a lot of music that's it we, we could honestly like, we, we didn't talk about if we want to talk about music all right we could we could talk about that too because my my music play my playlist is i'm a walking playlist um we, we we won't talk that much about music but just give me a, like a, a top five no, 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 top five top five give i'll give you top five it's all top, top, top five top five j cole j cole talk j cole is number one j cole Best lyricist in the game. Ah, you can't beat him. You know, like no one can beat J. Cole. He's a consistent artist and a consistent rapper who's who's been from the jump creating music that people have been able to connect with. And you can see his growth in every album, not from 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 the from sideline story all the way to KOD. Each album tells a story in itself about how he grows, and that's that's what I like. Because his words speak and they mean something. Not saying that in today's culture, mumble rap is just a, a big, a big, a big part of like what we see. You know, like diff, just what we listen to. But I also like you know in my in my top five, can't can't forget Wayne, like Lil Wayne, um, Lil Baby, Drake, oh, Young Thug, gonna, um, I'm, I'm gonna name like a bunch of people just because like music is a main, a Have main. You seen the meme where it's like Da Baby on the way on his way to make a Da same song. Who's your friend? Young Thug. Young 
young dog. That they yeah they they even when I'm painting too like just listen listening to them and old school music too like Outkast like my that's a group that I love to listen to and just vi- vibe into the music and just start painting and just drawing. Yeah, I feel. Alright, so do you say your song? The song would be something to prove, little baby. Something to prove, little baby. Check it out, folks. Uh, the movie of the day today is um, oh, the discovery. It's the discovery. What is that movie? You, should, you guys should watch it. It's on Netflix. It's basically about um, the different aspects of time and see, like, honestly, to even describe it, it's a twist. But here, I'll, here, I'll, I'll give you a little synopsis. I'll break it down for you. So. It's basically about a scientist, and he's like trying to prove his like afterlife after a rash, like of suicides ahead, like with his research and stuff. And he's doing all this like while finding and meeting like this this troubled woman. And yeah, I'm just gonna leave you at that. I think we should watch it. Came out three years ago. His dad, like, it's like his dad is a mad scientist. Because they're trying, like, it's like, the discovery is, like, don't spoil it too much. They're, they're trying to, all trying to, like, to not spoil it, bro. There's, like, they're all trying to, they're trying to, like, all get there. Alright, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to episode 8 of Let's Talk with Kion. This is a little more laid back episode. It's Sunday. We're a little tired. It's been a long weekend. I know you're tired too. Thanks for hanging in with us. Yes, thank you. Uh, and thank you, Kion, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Of course. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time.